and the greatest. Never got why people describe sweet people as salt of the earth. Wouldn't that make them salty? Hi, welcome to Judd and Your Buds, the only podcast you can sit six feet from. Speaking of six feet, I'm sitting right next to a six foot, probably five foot man, six foot four. I would say six foot one, but I'm six listed at one. six foot four. My name is Ben Meyer. Really, first of all, what a salty joke to start. I love the, the bitterness <laughs> coming right out right away. It's great to be here. It's great to be in in your lovely home abode. Uh, you have a very nice place with a waterfront. I don't know it's great. It's great. And then I invite someone who I trust into my home, mm-hmm. and the first thing he immediately says is, "Oh yeah, I'm going to work still." <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to work not in Milwaukee. I'm still going to work. I'm still going. In. I'm going to work in a place that uh, has uh, no cases of coronavirus yeah. in the county. Good. Yet. 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 Good. But I'm sure you guys do a lot of business in Wuhan. We, we, we wish we did. We, we, uh, all our lead times are terrible, but. But no, I feel we're already less than six feet away. The damage has been done. Yeah, true. I'm glad you're here. True. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be in your humble boat. Ben, let's talk, let's just introduce you. Ben, you are a comedian in Milwaukee. I'm a Milwaukee comedian. I've been doing comedy for about, I want to say like four years now. Four years. I think Shit. my first mic was in 2016. All right, so where, four years. Where was your first mic? It was at Frank's Power Plant in Bayview. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's that dates you because Pranks isn't even a mic anymore. <sighs> yeah, I miss it. It was a good mic, hosted by Chris Schmidt. He always had a good good room there, and it was one of those places where it was set up really well for a mic. Mm-hmm. Like there was a room for comedy, and then if you wanted to go BS and have a beer, it was a big separate area. Yes. So that was always nice, but which is key for mics because when you have an audience that does not know there's comedy. They need a separate room to get away from the comedy. And I don't blame them. Yeah. As the guy doing open mic comedy. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to have a fucking drink. I don't want to listen to some half rate Daniel Tosh complain about airplane wipes. Like, I don't (laughs) care. Like, I would say in an open mic, there is 70% terrible comedy and 30% good comedy. I would say that's generous. That was generous? Yeah. I was being nice. They probably listen. Everyone's listening. Yeah. But we all got to step it up. Now there's no one to listen to our shitty jokes. Oh, it's man. terrible. Speaking of jokes. All right. So uh, if you don't know, I'm sure you've been living under a rock. Uh, we're in the coronavirus epidemic apocalypse of 2020. So now there's it's March no- 31st. So if anything <laughs> terrible happens and we make a joke, yeah, look that's how, what the day is. Look how we happy know we about were. it in the next week. <laughs> <laughs> there's no more comedy. I, I, all our gigs are canceled. Every everything is done now. Have you been writing without comedy? Have you been still writing? Yeah, but not as good. I mean, I think a lot of at least what I would write about or get ideas from is like going and living life, going True. to you know, going out to bars, going to friends' houses, getting out of the house. Yeah. No, everything is canceled. It's not just comedy. So it's like, all right, how many times can I watch a Netflix show and be like, oh, but like. How many people would be making Tiger King jokes at Mike's right now? Oh, too many. Everybody. Too many. First of all, everybody. They'd all be great. I yeah, want to say uh, that. Every every single ti- First of all, every single Tiger King King meme is amazing. It's great. I, I love them all. I agree. But uh, yeah, Tiger King. So I listened to the podcast like a year ago, I, and I and I like uh, where this all stems from. Like they were filming it, and then they did a podcast about it a year ago, and I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. I remember seeing Joe Exotic in a mall in Appleton, Wisconsin. That sounds about right. 
pretty sure it was I'm him. not going to check this at all. I think this is totally reasonable. When they show the map, when they show the map of all the like ma- oh, all the yeah. balls he hit, definitely have a they had a marker there. So hey, I remember there was tiger. People up there. in Appleton, I've always said, they got good taste. <laughs> they have they good see t- a tiger man coming to town, they're like, we're checking this out. All right. Now, off of the Tiger King, how many Halloween costumes are going to be Joe Exotic in the Tigers? A lot. I'm going to guess 90%. That's a, he, he's a crazy I'm going to say man. 80% of those 90% is going to be some guy in a mullet and some girl dressed like a slutty tiger. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with I it. Mean, and I think the cool kids are going to do guy, tiger, girl, exotic joke. Ooh. I think that's the classy thing to do. I think if you if you really want to get the ladies, I think you got to dress up as Doc with, with, the, with the ponytail. Oh, Doc Antle? Yeah. And the soul patch? Dude, he did it for Britney Spears. Dude, Doc Antle. That was I mean, all when Britney Spears had like. Don't hate tigers. the player, hate the game. He's exactly. doing it right. He's a cult leader, you know, which is something I don't aspire to be, but I think that takes a lot of work. That's something Wait, you can't just also, do overnight. Okay. okay, cult leader, you're not aspiring to be a cult leader? Not really. Oh man, that'd be kind of cool. I don't have the conviction. I don't know how to get to that point, but if I ever happen to like stumble upon it, get to that point, I think it'd be pretty cool to be on top. Of it it a would be bit. cool. I'm just way too flippant. I can't. I, there's no way I can convince somebody to like give up their whole life. Because in a day, someone could be like, "Oh, you know that stupid dress you think is blue and black, Ben? It's actually white and gold." And I'd be like, "Okay, well, we're gonna abandon the blue and black <laughs> dress cult." Sorry, guys. I just have. I just have two like vague ideas like it would be like just worship this thing or not we can do that who knows it's all right and no one would be like behind me no no one would want to want to actually like do that thing they'd be like okay we're just kind of half into it i'm never like fully in yeah and that's why we're not cult members anyways we do this thing called open my comedy where we just go and worship some hosts and then do stuff for free all the time so we're close (laughs) but yeah i mean i haven't been writing too many jokes it's hard to yeah i mean i think i've spent more time like we're trying to write sketches for being honest. Okay. Because I think of all the negativity associated with comedy during Corona times is it is a good opportunity to spend some time working on things that quite frankly, you've, I've been putting off. Like there's a huge opportunity for us to, you know, make videos, do some more internet based humor that I struggle doing just because of the finality of it. I mean, I think that's why I like haven't done it. Like if I go to a mic and bomb, it disappears. If you post a stupid video, you gotta, you're gonna have to live with that for a little bit. <laughs> but also, I mean, you're talking to a guy who had his podcast not run for two years because I just was writing too much for stand up. I didn't want to do this podcast anymore. But now that now that I have more time on my hands, I can edit. I can do these things. Go back to the old jokes and write better material around it to make it. These old jokes work better. Yeah, I mean, I, I did some boring stuff, like created a document of like literally all my jokes. Because, like, you know, I have like two notebooks and then yeah. all the stupid notes on my iPhone and my computer. And it's just like, let's just put everything on one sheet. And it's not, it's, it's a bunch of pages, but it's probably like two pages of good stuff on there. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I went through a video and I went between, and I checkmarked every five minutes or, or every like five minute section. I'm like, okay, that's a good section. I could maybe put that in, like clip that five minutes there, clip that five minutes there. And then I was like, okay, this is the funniest five minutes. And then I clipped it and put it on YouTube, you know? So would you do the virtual open mic? What do you think about the virtual open mic? <sighs> no, I wouldn't. I would not. I mean, I enjoy the getting up on stage and having the audience stare at you and get all that. If you have the virtual mic, you're just staring at a screen. It's not the same. Yeah, I, I agree. Here's I would never do it, but I, I'm not going to shit on it either. I think Mm-mm. people shitting on it. It's like, hey, they're trying. They're just trying to make people laugh. 
I just don't understand how it works. Like everyone's on mute and then like, like, I don't know about you. I'm not a comedy expert by any means, but I tend to like feeding off the energy of the crowd. Yeah. And the laughter. Everyone does. be a part of it. And also if you're alone with someone or with someone else, you, you feed off of their laughter. So if, so if you're in the crowd and someone laughs to your right, you're going to laugh with them. Yeah. I mean, that's one reason I want this to, you know, end sooner rather than later, especially in Milwaukee right now, we have a brand new club that just opened the laughing tap, you know, shout out to Caitlin, Matt and Greg on that. You know, I want them to be successful there and give everybody else a better opportunity. And then also we're going to have the improv open in Brookfield, which I don't know if they would have booked anyone local. They couldn't give a shit about Milwaukee. I mean, they opened <laughs> it up in Brookfield, but it would be cool just to have a club to go even yeah. do an open mic on a Tuesday. I'm yeah. sure the Brookfield parents would love us. I think they would love some of us. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I think the Brookfield would be a would be more of a white collar audience for sure. But I'm, yeah, they'd really love us during election season. I'm sure. Oh yeah. You'd have to, you'd have, they'd have to pick and choose for sure. It'd be interesting. Though. I mean, I think TJ Miller, who like, I think he's been canceled or whatever, but he, no, I think he's back. I think he's is back. He back now. I think that girl is just extorting him. I'm not going to make a comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we way that too young in this game, but I have been in the game now. <laughs> he was supposed to do some gigs there. I mean, they're getting bigger names. Yeah. I mean, they can, they can get like the dusty slays. They can get the TJ Millers. They can get the Joe Coy's. I mean, they, yeah. do, they do improv, which is awesome. That's awesome for guys like us. I mean, oh yeah, just to see them, just to see them headline would be cool, you know. But it just sucks. I mean, like top to bottom, like you know, my day job isn't in the service industry. I can't imagine living life like that right now. So I also like that, like what's going on though, because like I eat out all the time because I'm just a fat, lazy person. You're not. All right, for the audience, he's not fat. Let's just make that assumption right now. <laughs> lazy, he is maybe, but lazy, yes, not fat. But now it's like I order takeout. And I'm like giving back. I feel like a. I know it feels cool. To like go to take a do-gooder. I know you feel like I you're doing pizza, something. I get a pizza out of it. Do you do you snap and say uh, eat local or whatever that thing is? I've se- I saw on every single person's Snapchat when they take get takeout, they snap it, put eat local. I'm like you're just doing All what right. you normally do. So what's what are some that brings me to what I want to talk about? What. <laughs> What's bugging you most about this? I mean, obviously not being able to do comedy. We balled about uh, that, but like life TikTok? goes on. Can I say TikTok? Oh, yes, you can say TikTok. TikTok's the worst. For every every time I see one of my stand-up friends get a TikTok, I'm like, you just sold your soul to the <laughs> devil. Just a little piece of it. A piece of you is gone and it ain't coming back. I, all right, so if it's if they're genuine, if the TikTok is genuine, I like it. Because there's some people that are like, they just want to dance and make a funny video for their friends. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But if you are like genuinely trying to make a TikTok for a certain like thing that you're going to get famous or something, I'm like, no, I don't want to be part of it. TikTok is the bastard child of Vine and I can't deal with it. Yes, true. I get that. It's Vine. Like, oh, how can you make somebody incredibly untalented look talented in 15 <laughs> seconds? First of all, you typically take their entire voice out of it. Let's dub right over that. <laughs> we don't want to hear anything coming out of their mouths. Okay? <laughs> then you put a filter on them that makes them look like they just went through 15 minutes of makeup in the trailer. Yes, obviously. It looks ridiculous. And then you just put some little filters on it and boom. I hate pretty people TikTok. Not like like methadone clinic TikTok. <laughs> That's a whole nother world that I'm kind of like, I can deal with that. Yeah. Like when like some no tooth lady from West Virginia is singing Dirty by Christina Aguilera. Like, this is worthwhile. Yes. 
That's that's some stuff I'll tune in for. Yeah. I mean, that's why we tune into the Tiger King because there's that's just some train wreck shit that we want to watch, and then we can't keep our eyes away from it. All right, how much do you want to talk about Tiger King? Because I feel like I could talk about Tiger King. This could be an episode of a Tiger King if we wanted. Okay. Do you think the captivity of tigers is wrong? No. I don't either. I mean, I don't. The think- crazy stats behind it, yes. The, the more there's more tigers in captivity than they're in the wild. I don't think that's right. That shouldn't be. That should not be. Like apparently they told Carol Baskin they were trying to make blackfish, and that's how why she gave them so much oh, access. Yeah, I could see that. But they did not make blackfish. Well, they probably started out with blackfish, and then they're like, "Oh, this woman definitely killed her husband. We need to make it about that." Do you think they they started with it something and went on the other way? I think the producer just kept digging and he kept finding more gold. Yeah, just kept more gold, more gold coming every every time you talk to somebody new in the tiger world. Wow. Then I, that brings me to the next one. Do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband? No, I don't know if she killed her husband. Do I think she was complicit in her husband's disappearance? Absolutely. Okay. Do I think she stabbed him and fed him to the tigers? No. I think she drugged him and fed him to the tigers. Did he maybe get bit by a tiger and she didn't run to the phone really quickly? That could be. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think I just don't think there's going to be any evidence. Though. Oh, yeah. And then Joe's got the his gay husbands, who are actually straight. And then Carol's got her straight husband, and that guy is definitely gay. <laughs> I mean, I saw that guy in that leopard blazer. I'm like, listen, Did you see I don't this? know how much I'd have to love a woman and be like, yeah, I'm wearing this fucking cheetah print tuxedo. I'm cool with this. And the dress up as Bam Bam from the Flintstones for your wedding day, and then get a, be on a leash. On a leash. On a leash. That's some. That's And that's her third husband. That's not even her second. That's her third. I mean, Carol's definitely into some kinky stuff. And more power to her, you know. Yeah. God bless. She's in from Florida. I don't know why we're surprised. I've had zero, zero spouses, and she's already had three with those dead eyes. That's amazing. Good for her. Yeah, she's definitely got that look like she's seen death. Yeah, she's for sure in front of her face. But like, I know you're. I'm supposed to be like, well, you shouldn't have these cats. And I, okay, I don't think some redneck guy, despite his incredible charisma. <laughs> Guy's got Christmas for days. He does should just be allowed to have 220 tigers. There should be some regulation there. But then when they're like, oh, there's 10,000, 5,000 to 10,000 in captivity, and then like 1,500 in the wild, it's like, ah, well, it's kind of saving the species. <laughs> like, that's just math. Uh, my favorite thing is just how outlandish he is. That When that woman got her arm bit off, the first thing he did was put on an EMT's jacket. That bomber jacket? That's amazing. He Just will. the know-with all to be like, all right, now is my time to shine. Give me my jacket. That is insane. And then calmly going to the gift shop and be like, hey, guys, just so you know, a tiger bit off a person's arm. We'll be open maybe in the next week. We'll give you some refunds. You guys come back. Yeah, that was bananas. <laughs> and he's like, I like how he offered him the refund. Yeah. Or the rain check. He's like, well, or you can just let me keep the money for now and come back. But also, if you get here, if you hear that someone. No. No, are you, are you coming back? Someone just ripped their arm off. I would like my refund, and I do not <laughs> oh, no. believe I'll be returning. I, I, might, I might come back. That might be insane. <laughs> I mean, I would stand like a good distance, but I like, come back and I just want to see him rip someone's arm off. It's crazy. They're such powerful animals. Okay, so anyways, back to COVID and how we're coping. Other than yeah. Tiger King, I feel like everyone can just talk for forever about yeah, Tiger King. Tiger King's amazing. It's out there. I don't want to overdo Tiger King. But also, but I think I, if, I loved it. If COVID didn't happen, Tiger King still would be that good. Yeah. I think it would have taken longer to get popular, but yeah, all the memes would have been there. Those true. memes were meant to happen. What else are you coping with, man? I huh? hate all the businesses that are pretending to be my best friend now. Like, because like of who? COVID. 
like Burger King. And the guy comes out and is like, we are Burger King. We care about you. It's like, listen, dude, Burger King, I don't want you to be my friend now. <laughs> this is not when I need you as a brand as my friend. Okay? When I need you, Burger King, you are like the crack dealer on the street I turn to for my quick fix. You're not going to help this global pandemic situation by slinging Whoppers at all. We don't need Whoppers right now. <laughs> we didn't need Whoppers with, when you're sober. You don't need Whoppers. fight the flu with diabetes. Yeah. And I love trash food. Like, I like Burger King. But this whole, like, we're going to pull on America's heartstrings and <laughs> give them free delivery via an app. Like, shut the fuck up. I did, I did the free delivery for Chili's. I was like, oh, cool. What'd you get? I got, like, a three for ten thing. Like, it was just a lunch thing. I was like, cool, I'll, I'll eat, I'll get Chili's, local. And uh, I get there, Grubhub still charged me. So I had to call, like, I didn't want to, like, call Chili's and be like, hey, you said free delivery, but they still charged me. That's kind of a dick move. So I was like, all right, I'll just eat the charge. Of course you ate the charge. Yeah, I was hungry. You should have called Mr. Chili. Mr. Chili? Got into the top brass. <laughs> Said, no way, Mr. Chili. Do you think they'd have better chili? Like, I don't even... Have you ever had chili, chili from Chili's? Like... Soup chili. Yeah. No. Why no. not? Because I would never get that at Chili's. Chili's yeah, to me is but like. Isn't that what it's Chili's named is my after? go to. Isn't that what it's named after? I don't know, man. All I know is. Or is, is it that named after the pepper? It's a it's a it's an airport restaurant for me. It's true. It's always gonna be an airport restaurant. I love drinking at Chili's. Oh, speaking of. So how I'm coping with this, not only is this bullshit, us staying in. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas mm. right now. As we're talking right now. Four? I was supposed to be going to work conference from Monday to like Thursday afternoon. And then my buddies were going to meet me out there on Thursday evening. And then we were going to watch the final four in Las Vegas. The final four is a basketball thing. Yes. For the comics listening to the podcast. <laughs> it's a very big basketball thing. And it was going to be just a heck of a time. It's currently uh, 80 and sunny there. No rain. Fuck, dude. That's rough. That's rough. I knew things were getting really serious when I saw that a one-bedroom suite at Caesars Palace was like $120 a night. And I was like, oh, wow. This is like a $700 a night room. This this must be a really big deal. Well, when they canceled South by Southwest, I was there. Were you going to go? No, I was I was there the, the week before, like two weeks before that. Okay. Austin? Austin. Nice. And they had all this sign. They have, It's just like, it was like already so packed full of science and everything and then when they canceled i'm like what do they do with all that shit all because they only they canceled a week before everyone had flights everyone had all this shit it was nuts i'm not yeah i'm not gonna name the company (laughs) whose conference i was attending due to the content of this podcast but i'll give credit to them they canceled i want to say maybe at the end of february first week of march really ahead of it Wow, that's and pretty I was good. Pissed. That's super good for them. Oh yeah, there was like a two week period while I was still going to Vegas. Like I was like, I'm still gonna go. And then when they canceled the tournament, and yeah. they canceled all sports. That's that was nuts. I mean, because that's I think primarily that's what me and my buddies like to bet on when we're out there is sports. There's like no baseball, no basketball, no March Madness. We're like, well, what are we gonna do out there anyways? That seems a very like Vegas without sports is just a sad titty bar. It's not great. Yeah, I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to spend all that money to go to the sad titty bar. I'm not saying sad titty bars. There's not a time nor a place for them. There are, but I mean, to travel and get excited for a sad titty bar is yeah. no way to live. No. Hopefully, sports. I mean, when this is over, sports will be back. But so, what are you, a sports guy? Oh, dude, I'm the biggest sports guy. I played. I mean, I played football, basketball, baseball all through high school. I played baseball in college. So like, and now I still play baseball here in Milwaukee. At sports is all I do. Okay. 
Yeah, so for your listeners, I'm wearing a Cleveland Indians Rick Vaughn jersey from the movie Major League. Okay, this is a sick, sick jersey. Let me tell you, if you go, so the movie was shot in Milwaukee. I wore this to a couple of Brewers games, and there were countless uh, 50 to 60 year old drunk men who told me how much they liked that movie, and how <laughs> cool my jersey was. So if you are trying to bag yourself a 50 to 60 year old drunk man asking me for cigarettes at Miller Park, get yourself a Rick Vaughn Indians jersey. <laughs> Is that the coolest jersey you own? I mean, I don't know about that. It's I like it. Coolest jersey I own. I got this, you know, champion purple Bucks Glenn Robinson Big Dog jersey. Ooh, that's pretty good. That that's a sweet jersey. I got a yeah. Does, got have a the, does it have the deer in the front or is it the no, purple one? No, it's just the purple one. Purple one. I want to I want to get one of those deer ones. But that Bucks jersey I have that's like actually a champion jersey from I think the nineties. Yeah, you can get replicas from China now of like every jersey. So it's, yeah. no one cares anymore. But that one's like real. That one I like don't put in the dryer and you know. Okay, that's fair. What about you? I have a Mark Tremura jersey. That's sick, dude. I think I have a Mark Tremura autograph football I bought at a garage sale for two dollars. Never never lose that. That's amazing. Do you do you wear the Chewy jersey? I wear the Chewy jersey for Halloween as a Halloween costume. I wore floaties on my arms, swim trunks, and a towel over me with a Mark Chimera jersey. So. For those not familiar with Mark Chimera, Google it. Just Google it. Nah, I'll tell you right now. He's a <laughs> Super Bowl champion tight end from the Green Bay Packers in the 90s who was accused of finger-banging a 17-year-old at a post-prom party at his neighbor's house in the cul-de-sac. Yep, that's right. He got drunk and definitely molested some jailbait at his neighbor's house, just like everyone else in Brookfield probably does every night. <laughs> We're really bragging on Brookfield. No I one know. from Brookfield listens. I think he was from Brookfield, though. Maybe he was from Waukesha. I think it was Waukesha. Waukesha. All right, Brookfield, you cool. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it was Waukesha because I think he still cool. lives in Waukesha. Yeah. He, I could talk about him for forever, too. But he was like <laughs> a big – he was supposed to be like a big Republican play in Wisconsin. Do you know that? Wait, what? So he was like sort of being prepped to run for congressman. No. Like he was buddies with Tommy Thompson and like he was a big supporter – so they were kind of preparing him, and then that happened, and then they were That's like, well, weird. you're going to have to, we're, we're going to put our card somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, you're not far off. Usually they don't get caught till later. That was crazy. I remember when he was found not guilty. He was found not guilty, so, yeah, you know, I'm I mean, talking to my ass. Let's, so let's just say allegedly. Let's just throw the word out there. Allegedly. He definitely made out with a 17-year-old. Yeah. She was definitely a senior, but probably young, you know. She, he definitely made out with a 17 year old. <laughs> a six foot six Pro Bowl tight end. He was Pro Bowl. He was, he was Bowl. a Super Bowl champion as well, I believe. He was. Has there been a better tight end since him? Is Bo Franks better than Mark Schmer? No. I would say I would say maybe Finley had a chance to be. I hate talking about your Michael Finley. He's but he's a dick, that's why. He's a dick. Yeah. Finley he's, had a chance, but he cheated he, on his wife with some chick from Wausau. Do you know that? Oh dude, I can tell you Nice. I can okay. tell you some dirt on uh James Jones too. I don't want to hear that dirt. I've known just some James Jones dirt. James Jones is an A plus character in my book, <laughs> and I'm going to live that way. I'll, 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 I, I will share know. it after the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, but, Michael Finley, if you listen to this, you were young, and I shouldn't be bragging on you for that. You live mm. a great life, and you're a great father. But <laughs> I heard it once, and I believed it, and life moves on. There's a there's a guy that I went to college with that would tweet at Jermichael Finley every single week. That he left John Kuhn at um, Anduzzi's in Green Bay. Did he? Uh, apparently, it might have happened one time, but every single time, Jermichael Finley would like the tweet. <laughs> nice. Uh, Dude, yeah, he would have been great. 
Yeah. But yeah, man, the no sports just sucks. I mean, so I'm desperate. I started, I go on the reddit.com college basketball subreddit and some guy put together like a 2K simulation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Who won? It's still going on, dude. Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah, so then his disc was too scratched last weekend, so the second round's postponed till this weekend now. It's too scratched. I know, dude. GameStop is closed. Yeah. Shit. At first, like, when I thought, I was like, oh, this is some, like... Because he, he updated all the rosters. It's all, like, regular, like, players, okay. even though it's 2K8. Yeah. So, so I thought he was, like, a smart hacker guy. Just... No, nah, he's just some guy with a bunch of time and, like, one PlayStation 3 <laughs> <laughs> and, like, one capture card. So when the disc went awry, that was that for a while. But that's awesome. Well, ESPN put one out. Did you see who won? Uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Isn't that insane? Badgers like would have never won. Yeah, Badgers would have never won. Yeah, and they. Had like, I'm a huge Badger fan, and they would never won. And they had Marquette upsetting Kansas or something preposterous. What? Yeah. Oh, and then losing right. to the Badgers. It was Badgers versus. So I was right there. Imagine was, how crazy that'd be. Badgers who, Wisconsin game. I tried looking up who the writer was because I was like, what fucking. Green Bay school did you call <laughs> Like, you are clearly a homer. Now, uh, I think the Wisconsin like, bar stool is definitely selling T-shirts that say 2020 simulation champions. Nice. I'm actually uh, gambling on a simulation right now. Yeah, you're gambling on a lot of simulations? Absolutely. Like, are uh, they just putting Madden on Sims mode or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. 10-10. Right, so, who, who they got Patriots quarterback? Patriots, I don't know. Jared Stidham, it looks like. Oh, is he still around? Yeah, he's like a second-year player. I don't know what they're going to do. I was, I'll was, i be honest, I was super surprised mm. when Tom Brady went to the Bucs. That's him. I mean, I thought it was funny just like from the like stupid hack joke perspective of, like, of course the fucking old geezer retires to Florida. Like, that yeah. was the first thing I thought. Like, Tampa, or, really? Or TB12 goes with TB12. Yeah, it's Tampa, just Tampa like Bay 12. a Tampa Brady Nears. Yeah. And, but, Brady but I mean, it's not a bad move for him, I think. Just because he, they have great wide receivers. Dude, their team's going to be awesome. And Bruce Arians, he's a great coach, NFL coach of the year, who I also played three-card poker with in Atlantic City like five years ago, six years really? ago. Really? Did he have a Kangle hat on? Uh, he had like a driving hat on. I don't oh, know if it was yeah. a Kangle hat, but yeah. it was a driving That's, hat. He's so cool. He's I took like, a picture with him. You're not supposed to take pictures at the casino tables, obviously. Yes, that's very. But I was, like, kind of, I was getting like out of there. Okay. And I just had to ask. Yeah, you have to. I'm not going to play poker with Bruce Arians. I haven't since. I'll put it that way. Is is he a good is he a good poker player? What was three card poker? So it's like a more of like a it's kind of like blackjack almost, Okay, where yeah. you're just playing against a dealer. Yeah. And it was him this other guy he was talking to and this like old lady who I thought was his wife and, and I may have kind of made an ass of myself, but it was actually the other guy's wife. So I made like a <laughs> comment and then he was like, "Well, that's his wife." And I was like, "Ah, well." But they knew I was just trying to <laughs> just trying to make conversation. Listen, I understood my role. I'm going <laughs> to let the guys talk, okay? And then I'm going to entertain the old broad. Yep. And then I'm going to be able to make a couple comments to Bruce Arians. <laughs> and they're going to be like, all right, he's fine. He's like, don't kick him out. Yeah. And that's what I did. That's awesome. And he told me Jimmy Graham was not going to be a threat in the NFC West. And boy, was he right. <laughs> that was right after Jimmy Graham got traded from the Saints. All right. So, all right. I, we asked this on my last podcast. Who's the most famous person you ever met? Is it Bruce Arian? That or Hulk Hogan, I would say. You met Hulk Hogan when? I met Hulk Hogan in an airport, I want to say, in like 2010. That's insane. Did, did you take a picture Did you take a picture with him? No, listen to this. Hulk Hogan, you owe me one, dog. So, like, I see him in line at Starbucks. This had to be like 2008 or 2009 just because, like, my mom was still fucking awful with his, uh, his cell phone camera. <laughs> but like, getting that thing out took some time <laughs> still at that point. 
And that was before, like, I had a camera good enough for, like, a selfie. Also, I don't even know if I could have taken a selfie with Hulk Hogan. He's a big motherfucker. Um, but he was in line at Starbucks. And this other guy was with him. Like, I think Jerry the Mouth of the South something. Uh, Not Jerry the King Lawler. Some other guy. I'm sure somebody listening would be like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Chris Schmidt is going crazy He right know now. exactly who that is. And I, like, run up to him. And I'm like, hey, can we just take a picture real quick? I'm a big fan. Yeah. And guess what? I'm not that big of a fan. But that's what you say to someone you want to take a picture with. No, that's what you say to Hulk Hogan. Because there's no chance that everyone's a big fan of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But so, everyone should take a picture with him. And then he just kind of kept walking. And I was just like, he's like, well, we just got to keep moving. We just got to keep moving. And I was like, well, you just turn around. And like, my mom's following <laughs> us now. Like, we, and he just never turned around. And then the, the guy he was with was weird. It was like, the first thing he said to me was like, are you in the service? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, because then maybe he would take a picture. With I you. know. Is that it? Should is that the one question you have to ask? You have to say yes to. Like I'm not gonna do what is it like false valor or whatever <laughs> stolen, no, valor. stolen valor. I'm not gonna do stolen valor for this fucking picture <laughs> with this old wrestler. Hulk Hogan takes pictures with only only veterans. And I think whatever Hulk Hogan and this Jared Mouth the South guy have done for the troops is fantastic, and I support <laughs> the troops. But that's just not something you say to someone the first time you meet them. Are you in the service? Not like, hello, nice to meet you. What's your name? Are you in the service? <laughs> no. That's your right, vetting well, problem. And kiss my ass. You're not getting the picture. <laughs> Who's the most famous person you've met? Uh, I think I met I met TJ Miller in an airport. Nice. Was he drunk? No, he wasn't. He was with his wife. His wife's really good, stunningly good looking. Really? She had one of those big hats on, like one of those flower hats that you wear at the kind of Kentucky Derby. That's it cool. Like floppy. It was nice. I like that. bold play, though. Yeah, uh, uh, no, Je- uh, Jeff or? Ross. Jeff Ross. Pro- I, the Jeff Ross is probably the one I talked to the most. Okay. Um. So like he was. Uh, we went to. Uh, my brother got me in the comedy store. Nice. I got to talk. But yeah, that was cool. I, I enjoyed it. He got me backstage and stuff. Yeah. The only other guy I really talked to was Mike Tice, and I kind of told him he sucked. Mike Tice is the old Vikings coach. Oh, Mike Tice. Yeah, we were at Canterbury Downs, and I was like ten years old. And I was at a horse track, and that can tell you most about yeah. how I got the way I was. That's and great. He was like, there was like the VIP section, and it's just like a ledge. You can see over there. You just can't get over there. <laughs> and there was a betting machine right there, mm-hmm. and there was the, the wall, and then that was like where my family was just sitting. So anytime you come make a bet, we'd like, just heckle him. Well, at first we tried being nice because I wanted like a picture with him, and then he wouldn't take a picture, and then we started heckling him. You know? <laughs> like, hey, you. We we're gonna respect your day off, uh, but now that you've dissed us. Yeah, now you now you gotta have the wrath. Yeah, just screaming obscenities. How long he wasn't that long of a coach? I for believe one of my Vikings. one of my relatives like was like shaking an empty cigarette pack at him and going, <laughs> "Look, it's a Viking strobe case." <laughs> I believe that was the one that razzed him a little bit too much. That gets him. That the gets waiter, him. Waiter was like, "You can't. You guys gotta not talk to him." He, he wasn't a coach for long. Ah, uh, I don't know. Probably like five years, maybe. Really? I think I didn't think it was that long. He, I thought he was like the Ray Rhodes of coaching for the Vikings. He might have been. He, he, Ray Rhodes was not a good Packers coach. <laughs> no, he was not. He had Brett Favre in his prime. And they were what, 8-8? Eight and eight? Yeah. And then he got fired. I mean, at least he got fired right away. Yeah, they didn't. They kind of figured be like, oh, let him. Yeah. And this was like Brett Favre's like, good seasons, too. Yeah. He's still slinging it. You think they're going to play football? They're going to start on time? <sighs> no. I don't know. I, it depends on how the summer goes. I mean, I think I think we're gonna be definitely inside till the end of May. I think that's about right. I, I think, mean, I think it's gonna be longer actually. Yeah. I mean, really? I'm just being realistic. I don't. I don't. I mean, 
China's China's almost done with theirs. That's bullshit. I don't believe that. Okay, that's fair. Do you believe Italy then? I believe Italy more than China, and I don't know if that makes me a biased person. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been multiple reports on that. I just don't. Th- that China's not saying the correct numbers. I think China. If I could pick a country to lie, it'd be China. Yeah, they have true. like a totally totalitarian, controlling government, and there's just a jillion people there. Yeah, you know how do you count them all? They're so they're so close to each other. Yeah, like even in. in See yeah. Milwaukee, but Milwaukee's not even bad yet. Milwaukee's nowhere near what what New York is. Or... No, I mean the only thing I'm worried about Milwaukee is I mean they got to cancel the DNC, right? They have to. You have to right now. When is that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be like end of June? Okay, here's a fact. Here's here's a scenario. They cancel the DNC. Have to cancel all the primaries. Have to cancel all like the you know any any kind of debates. Do you cancel the election? postpone it to next no, year i mean that's what i, I that's gonna be trump a, is, trump has been wanting to say that in my mind he's that's but i don't think he right can, I, yeah i don't think he can yet he, he's like i'm ready to play that oh, card yeah. he's got that card i guarantee that if wallet. it was if it was up to just him he would still be canceled already he would say they're like to do any campaign in this summer i'm gonna go play some golf i'm sure i'm sure Suckers. i'm sure he but then would he be the president or would he just hold the reins for a year and can't make any executive decisions I have no idea. I that, just think that, he doesn't want to do this whole process because who would? Yeah, this is a this is a hard this guy's a can cutting corner. This is a big corner. Yeah, this is well. I mean, this is hard for everyone. I mean, nuts. I mean, I don't know what the Democrats are doing. I'm a Bernie guy, but like Bernie, you got to get out of the race, man. Like you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win anymore, and all you're gonna do is get more people sick from going out to vote. Yeah, well, he shouldn't be even near anyone that's even relatively gonna be sick. Yeah, he's gonna, old. He's whatever. old as. Dirt. I don't care about the election. I'm going like, to trot my ass out to vote for Biden. And if he loses, like I think he will, I'm going to say I did it and never leave me alone. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy year to see what happens. We, and that's the thing. Like, we never will know. We never will know right now what's going to happen. And it's changing all the time. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, New York right now is not in the best shape. New York is a lot of people. There's just a lot of people. It's just the numbers are going to be higher. But there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Yeah. There's also a lot of states that haven't done anything yet, though. Well, I saw West Virginia, uh, like, three days ago, didn't have one. And now they have, like, 20. <laughs> it was something like that. Right. It's also just a matter of how many tests are available. Yeah. And tests take, what, seven days? Oh, uh, hot take incoming. Uh, the whole thing that busted this wide open was when Rudy Gobert and the Jazz got it. Mm-hmm. So then they tested, like, all those NBA players that night. And then, of course, there's some asshole article about how there was only... 60 available tests in Utah and the NBA teams got half of them. It's like, uh, yeah, newsflash. They're in the NBA. They're in the 1%. <laughs> they get tested first. That's get, how it works. They get tested all the time though. All the time. Yeah. They got good health insurance. <laughs> They're in the NBA. Okay. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yes. They got tested. They're regular humans as well. Say if anyone that I know has sent, like say you have symptoms, would you have to pay money for to get tested? I don't know. I mean, I have, I have health insurance. I don't know if it's good or not. That's true. I don't like. Come on. I don't. I think my health insurance is all right, but like my deductible is not. I am with you on that. <laughs> I think if something serious happened to me, yes, I wouldn't be bankrupt. Yes, but if but when I broke my rib last year, I definitely did not go get it checked out because they can't do anything for broken. They can't ribs. do anything for it, and I'm not going to pay him five hundred dollars for me, them telling me to take out broken. I broke. I broke two of my ribs last year. Uh, in a baseball injury. And I talked to like every friend, nurse, medical person I yeah. know, and they're all like consensus. 
they're not going to do anything for you. The <laughs> the I broke I broke two of my ribs. So what I did was because I still had more games to play. So all I I went in. I know I shouldn't have went in just to make sure that there was I was not, wasn't going to risk myself by playing more. And they said, no, you should be fine. It won't puncture a lung because where it was. So that's what they said. So I was like, all right, the rest of the, I don't need to get an MRI. Just make sure that it's not going to puncture a lung. That's all I needed. So I, and then I left. Still cost me a shit ton. Yeah, like I just don't $500. Wanna... And it's not like I don't have the $500, but I don't want to spend $500 on that. Oh, I just put it on the lowest payment I don't know. you can. Yeah, I don't just know how it works. Just pay, pay, pay it off in 2030. Put 25 bucks towards it every month. And I'm sure there is a right-wing economist who could sit me down and explain to me why if I just did a little bit of research, <laughs> it would be cheaper for to do health insurance than yes. to do Medicare for all. But I don't want to do that. Just I've, take money out of my paycheck, and then when I have a boo-boo, it's taken just, care of for free. Yeah, just tell me where to sign what plan to take. I don't even want to even listen to them when they come in. And if someone's like, hey, for your kind of boo-boo, it's going to take two weeks, I'll be like, that's cool. At least I have something to look forward to. <laughs> you know? Not like, oh, is this rib ever going to feel better? That's true. Does it feel better now? Uh, Mostly, yeah. Yeah? It's Still fine. Hurt. It's fine. It was in a pickup basketball game. It was a two-on-two pickup basketball game. It's a pathetic injury. I'm, I'm a fucking do you, house of glass. Are you are you working out in, from home now? Are you are you doing any any? I mean, exercises? the last week, no. I was doing a really good job when we still had the gym open. There's like a little workout room in my mm-hmm. apartment complex. I mean, it's not like a Planet Fitness or anything. It's just like some free weights and some benches and a couple machines. But it was enough for me to like, yeah, keep feeling good. Yeah, and you know, I was going to Vegas. I need to get shredded. True. That's how it works. Yeah. And then they close that and. I have a hard like. Are you doing the like at home YouTube stuff? I have a I have the Nike training app. If you want to sponsor me, Nike, that's a great app. Basically, tells you you can pick if you have weights or if you don't have weights. If you want to do endurance or strength, and then your like level of workout, beginner or your abs or core or whatever. Okay. So basically, then just puts videos this directly to you for what you have for what you want to focus on. Nice. It's, and then they do like the premium for like seven bucks a month, but you can get more, more videos, but there's about like four videos for each, for each. How do you feel when you're doing it? Really dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not focused. I feel yeah. like, I feel like I just ate on the couch that was two feet away from me where I'm doing my workout. Not even 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Very. I'm very insecure about it. Like in this building. These are some bigger windows. I was like, I like, I like closed the shades. Yeah. How can people? Med- I didn't want people to see me do it. I don't know how anyone can meditate in their in their living room. How can anyone do yoga? I can't get in any mindset to be, not be like, oh, I just binge watched eight hours of fucking Sherlock and now I have to do yoga. I couldn't do it. It's like you don't watch TV in your bed. You want to watch it in TV because you sleep there. You know. It is weird. Not being able to like mentally separate your home from like your workout area, yeah. It's but I mean, I I, I still I still I mean I, I was on a, a Peloton bike you know for for a bit. I, I do like doing that, get the sweat in. What but. do you mean you were on a Peloton bike for a bit? You like you took it back? No, no. I, well, same thing with our office uh, gym. Oh okay. Yeah, those things are cool. Ever been on one? I have not. Oh, they're kind of cool. I'm I, sure they are. They're they're a lot of money. Like it's like it's like a dude just yelling at you for like a good thirty minutes, and then you can race other people. Kind of competitive edge. It's nice. It's weird. It's just like you can't do anything. 
Like, I can only do, I don't know. Like, I like doing basketball and I like doing, like, weights. Okay. I don't like jogging. I don't like running. No one should. I, I don't like, like, calisthenics, like, just by yourself. Like, I need to sort of, like, get in the mindset that I'm, like, competing against something. And I know someone's like, what's your PR in running? You can just, like, try and beat yourself. And I'm like, yeah. that doesn't count. Not not the same. I don't care. I had the same conversation with somebody. I If I'm running, I want to win. I don't care what it is. I want to win against the other person. I want to win this race. I want to do it. All. I want to win. I, that's the only reason that's going to make me want to run faster, run this length. Otherwise, it's, I'm running for fun. What the hell is that? That's yeah, fun. I, I got in a really bad mindset like growing up playing soccer in grade school, because all I remember about soccer was like the kids who had to run were the bad kids. <laughs> like running was a repercussion of you being a piece of shit. <laughs> it wasn't like you scored a goal now you get to run. Yeah, like maybe if that's how it had been, I'd be like a runner, or I could get into it. <laughs> you wouldn't score goals then. Yeah, I'd be like fuck that. Just kick it out of bounds. <laughs> I'll run. Uh, I tried like one P90X. Oh, from like YouTube? Yeah, I found it online. It, it like, it definitely kicked my ass. Like I didn't have the weights. So, I mean, I didn't, but even then I'm just like out of shape when it comes to like, like calisthenics. Like I have no stamina. Yeah. The calisthenics are even like, like if you have good stamina, like you're using different muscles. And who does burpees in their normal life? Yeah, it's weird. You've and never I mean, done burpees in your entire life. That's never came into a chance where you need to do burpees outside of the army. Also, like, I really am a big believer, like, that the competition can kind of drive you to overachieve. Like, for example, like, I'm in a rec league basketball league. And the games where we're getting just our dick stomped in, we're playing some, like, we played a group of guys where three of them straight up said that they played in Europe. Yeah. And it's, like, five or six white kids in, like, T-shirts. They're just getting <laughs> wrecked. Like, in those games when we're down 30 points, I get tired so quickly. But in the games where we're, like, in it and we're, like, down four points or up four points, yeah. I can go. Like, the adrenaline is kicked yeah, in. Yeah, that's what I it will is. do whatever it takes to beat this other shitty bar from down the road. <laughs> I'll, I'll end them. <laughs> you hear that Dukes on water? I, Dukes on water. Actually, not call him out. It's uh, the bubbler down in Bayview. I'll see that ass in Bayview. I'll see that ass. <laughs> and then we play this other bullshit team called the, uh, I don't even know. They won't even be mentioned. They don't deserve it. But we, this is the last thing I'll say about my rec league basketball. We beat this team by nine points. It was a close game, but we ended up pulling away at yeah. the end. Okay? And this salty-ass kid on the other team during, like, the handshakes, as he's hit my hand, he goes, you know y'all lost, right? <laughs> I was like, bro, you lost by nine. Lose by three points, four points. I've been a sore loser before. I get that. Bro, you lost by two football possessions in a basketball game. Wow. We we, we won. It was, the, it was It's a call your own foul or is it the refs? No, there's refs. Okay. It's a whole operation. <laughs> and these refs are not the top brass. <laughs> not WIA. Are you telling me these rec league basketball refs aren't making you? probably ten bucks a game, <laughs> <laughs> upwards of fifteen dollars a game for an hour, uh, in which they we also are you know can be assholes to these refs. These guys are trying to make you know. I couldn't imagine just the shit talking. Yeah, You're like just some guy trying to make a couple extra bucks, <laughs> put some food on the table. Oh, uh, that's funny. Do you yeah. do any like rec league stuff, like softball or volleyball, or anything like well, that? I mean, bar league. I mean, I play I play baseball still in Milwaukee. The what's it called? Milwaukee Beavers. Really? Are you guys in the Rock River League? No, 
We are in okay. the Land of Lakes, maybe? Okay. Something like that. Yeah, I got a buddy who is player coach for the Watertown Cardinals for some time. Watertown? So, but they're up there. They're out there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of them. But yeah. well, what do you, uh, are you like a shortstop? You look like a second baseman, I would I, say. I pitch and play infield, yeah. Okay. But I, uh, college I played, I pitched and played outfield. Okay. Yeah. So most, Nice, dude. Mostly came in as a pitcher and then. Uh, What's your best like little league memory? Well. What was the day like that Judd Reminger was king athletic dick of the world? Winning state. What like what year? High school. Uh, high school senior year. What, where where'd you go? Marion High School. Okay. It's a D four division of thousands. So we had we had we had like two hundred kids in our entire school. Nice. And uh, we were going up against all the fucking uh, like the the rich kids of the private schools. Who'd you beat in the championship? We beat uh, Catholic Central. Catholic Central. You know what they call a good looking girl Catholic Central? <laughs> they don't. A visitor. <laughs> Zinged you, Catholic Central. Suck it. <laughs> Yeah, so we won that, and it was a it was probably the peak moment because our entire fucking town was there. We had all fifty people from our town was there. It was nuts. Uh, yeah, they closed down everything, and we like rode on f- fucking fire trucks and everything. And I peaked that day. What was your go-to pitch? What got you out of those jams? Change up. Change up. There's not many people that throw a change up in, in high school. Interesting. And it, and it breaks away from the lefties, so I don't have to throw anything that breaks into them. Wow. Yeah. That's how you got them. That's the the, the the most deadliest pitch in high school. That's it's, awesome. It's that change up. And most people say curveballs. I no overrated. Over it's yeah because everybody throws them now. You're just you're either fastball, curveball. You throw a change up into them. They they're just looking for the, the curveball spin and for the breaking bitch in 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 high school at least. Once you get to college, it's a different game. But you know. So you played a little in college. I played all four years. All four years I played college. Nice Lakeland University. The Muskies. Isn't there a semi-pro team in Lakeland? Uh, the Chinooks. No, that's uh, that's Concordia, uh, Wisconsin. Okay, that's Concordia, Wisconsin. We they were they were in our uh, they were in our division. They fucking sucked. Nice. <laughs> that, that, they had a great field, uh, and they were it's always supposed to have some like great team, and they just fucking sucked it up every year. Never got never got close to the championship. I hope one of these people listen from Concordia, Wisconsin. You guys fucking suck. Blow. But if you guys ever want to book us, we'll probably come there. Yeah, we'll come to that college. Uh, they can't have. Rumor has it. They can't uh, have girls in their dorms. You ever go to college with no girls in your dorms? No, but I went to a, a semi-fascist school that didn't allow them on our floor at a certain time. That's weird. That's weird. That you know, I mean, unless you were having rock like crazy, rot, like rompous sex. Yeah, they wouldn't. Know. They wouldn't open the door. And okay, bust you. That's fair. Yeah, or you know, fighting or whatever. I, I, really, if the girl was screaming, someone <laughs> would come running. It was a great school in that regard. <laughs> God bless Marquette. We are Marquette. Yeah, that's good. But no, I know Notre Dame's that way too. I think they're single sex dorms. That's just that's crazy insane to me. Insane to me. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine going. It's getting to less college. in college. You know As I get older, it's getting less insane. Now you. If like, you asked me five years ago, I'd been like Notre Dame pussies, single sex <laughs> dorms pussies. You're just getting old. Now, now I'm just like I don't really care. <laughs> go to that fucking school. Go to school. It's probably probably a good time. Yeah, that's true. You'll find your own fun. Yeah, but shit. Well, last thing I want to talk about. You've been drinking a lot? You've been drinking a lot during the apocalypse? I mean, binge watching, binge drinking. I've been drinking way more than I would ever have. Yeah, I want to say I have been a little. I don't know if I have. I've been drinking less during the week just because I haven't been going to Mike's. Oh, see, I don't even drink that much. I don't even drink it. Good for you. But on the weekends, yeah, it's like, what else do you do? Like, it's easier than... I've been starting to drink earlier. That's the Mm -hmm. best way for me to put it. 
like on Saturday, you know, normally I can wait till like seven or eight when the party's going to start getting going to have my first cocktail. Yeah. Now it's like three thirty. Oh, I'm still in the house. What else am I going to do? Why don't you have one in ready? Might as well have one. Yeah. I got on the zoom chat with my buddies on Saturday morning, got on the zoom chat. Everyone was drinking every single person. It's 10 AM. Like we're all in our own homes. Like what is happening? Dude, the Zoom chat thing is crazy. I mean, like, have you been doing a lot of mm-hmm. them? A lot of them. So many. I've done a couple, and then I've also just bailed on a couple. Yeah, because everyone talks at the same time. It's messy. I don't know if it. Yeah, I feel like I've worked from home for a long time now, mm-hmm. so I understand how to, to speak on those kind of conference calls. Yeah. And these newbies need to learn how to talk, make their point, and then stop talking. Newbies, mute button. All the time. We're not saying don't talk. We're just saying half your have your cursor over it. When you want to talk, click, talk, click. There's probably a hockey. You could probably just hit like M or something. Yeah, probably true. I think it's spacebar. That's why you mute on YouTube is M. So I'm sure there's some functionality the folks at Zoom have put in there. Yeah, it's it's that's why I mute myself all the time. So what is like? What do you want to get out of this? Like, if you could say nothing, just want to exist. Like how? Do you at least want to try and improve yourself when you're in this quarantine situation? Uh, I just want to make it out, make it out sanely. Cause like I'm a very social person and I, I mean, I like my alone time, but like just, just making sure that me get out sanely and healthy and all my friends and family get out sanely healthy. Everything else, we're all in it together. That's what I think. Okay. What do you, what do you want to get out of it? I don't know. I want to spend some more time just working on myself and ways that i think i avoided like just sitting down and reading a book like doing some things that yeah. are more help yourself than hey i mean because i can sit here and drink and do nothing and play video games for forever but it's already been like two weeks that and i'm bored so now <laughs> it's like wow i gotta do this for two more months like hey let's read some books and maybe some things that are more boring that wouldn't keep your attention otherwise just to try and get better and then obviously you know i don't want my family to get it you had to throw that out there so oh yeah yeah i don't yeah. want anyone don't, to know to don't get it I'm, I'm not even going back for easter Are you going back for easter i don't know i'm not just because my parents are old enough like they're in they're in my dad also has some respiratory issues just coming out of his last surgery so i'm like oh, nah nah dad yeah, I, dude, like two weeks ago, my mom was like, you guys should come over tonight, and so-and-so is coming over too. And I was like, I said yes because I felt guilty, you know, yeah. with that son guilt. Mm-hmm. And you went over? And No. Oh, you didn't? No, because okay. the there's another person coming over. I was like, I know that person's still working in a factory. Like, he's probably going to fucking get everyone sick. No. And then the next day, she's like, so-and-so is sick, so no one's coming over. And no. I was like, I told you all, I'm not coming. <laughs> Okay, take this seriously. But, you know, also, sometimes it's nice to get out of going over to your folks and then playing video games all night. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I love my folks, but. They're not going to listen. They won't listen. Yeah. My folks barely listen. My oh, mom might. Mom, if you're listening, I'm, I'm happy you found the, the iPhone app. That's great the, for the podcast. Yeah, if you've. I'm, I would be surprised they're listening now still. Yeah. I can see them getting through the first 10 minutes and being like, okay, I get the gist. I think my I mom don't... gets through the, through the first part. Here's my terrible joke. And it was like, oh. Chad's doing it again and then turns it off. Nice. I think my dad can't figure it out. Nice. He's, he's loving life right now. He just had shoulder surgery. So he wants to get back out and now everyone else is inside. And now he's just my mom. He's telling my mom all the time. I mean, is he still See? working? Uh, he's, re- he's retired, which means he just has a, uh, d- instead of dairy cows, he now has grazing cows. He's also feed them and run around on the farm and do all that stuff. But 
throw bales. Yeah, I mean, like, do farmers ever really retire? They don't just like sit no. around. They, they I always, mean, the land's still there. They got. We keep... still own all the land. Yeah. You know? And we own the farm. There's still animals on the farm. Just not. He's not so waking up at three. Do you have? I have an older brother who lives in Hollywood, and my younger sister lives in Texas. She does mission work for overseas and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So no one's coming home. No one. I'm the closest one. And are they both quarantined in their respective locations? My brother. So Hollywood's all shut down, and my brother's. Yeah, I got buddies in LA who yeah, are like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all shut down. It's everything shut down. Jay, if you're listening, call me. Same thing with my sister. I think she's she's kind of quarantined in her like because they live on a campus or uh, this big they call it like church school thing where they teach them about how to be missionaries. I think that's on lockdown too. So nice. Yeah, no one's coming home. I was the only one that was gonna come home. So what I was. Are you gonna, do? Off, are you gonna off, make a ham for yourself? I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not a big ham guy. I, I have some. I have some ribs in my freezer. Okay, I'm gonna do that. We well, gotta have a good meal, man. That's yeah. the whole plan. Are you? Are you gonna have? A, what are you having for Easter? I'll probably go over to my relatives, my mother's. Mm-hmm. Do the ham, Polish sausage, mashed potato. Pretty, pretty typical Polish. Fare. That sounds delicious. It is delicious, and like it's good leftovers too. That's what yeah. I love about the Polish Easter and the Polish Christmas. Everybody makes way too much food, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a. Do you got? I mean, I mean, it might, it might be a little German, but do you put on a, any uh, kraut in that? Any little sauerkraut? It's available. Okay, it's available. Okay. I'm on Polish sausage. I love kraut. It's amazing. Now, uh, the last question I always like to ask people. Um, usually, it's, do you believe in Bigfoot? Okay. But I'm gonna ask you, do you believe in aliens? Because now we're in like a weird time where. It feels like there is just some sort of conspiracy. Like, it's an apocalypse. Like, zombies. Do you believe in zombies? Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in all this crazy stuff that could I absolutely believe in happen? aliens. I don't think... I think if you don't believe in aliens, you're, it's, you're self-indulgent. We're not the only <laughs> things good enough to live in this universe. It's way too big. Get over yourself, okay? <laughs> okay. Do I think they're little green guys who are going to zap us? I don't know about that. They might just be a <laughs> bunch of, like, little bugs. They might be total pieces of shit. No threat whatsoever and absolutely no help whatsoever. But, yeah, absolutely. Do you believe in aliens? I don't care. Like, this is the truth. Like, I don't care about a planet that is a thousand miles away. Like, don't tell me about what's happening on Jupiter. I don't care. Because there's shit happening on, like, Earth that we're, like, ignoring. So why are we taking so much time to care about who's in, who's out in outer space? So I don't, I don't, like, waste my time thinking about it. But in the same realm... A, one, a person once said that if we're the only species in the universe or if we are with other species in this universe, both are very scary to think. I agree with that. I think if we're the only people in the universe, that puts a lot more pressure on us yes. as well. And I don't think we're doing great. No, we're not going to make it, guys. We are not. I don't think we're doing great. I think we're uh, – when you, like the one crazy thing that really blew my mind climate change-wise that I saw recently was when – Italy shut down for this coronavirus, mm-hmm. and those canals in Venice were super clear. And yeah, you could see to the bottom for the first time in like years. It was like, wow, we're fucking filthy. We stopped living life for two weeks, and the environment got better. The uh, CO two levels went up, or something like it was like crazy stats for Italy when they went all inside. That's insane. So that's yeah, why I think aliens cause... are real. Uh, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, though. I okay. don't. I don't really. I'm with you. I don't really care. No. I, but, like, gun to my head, yeah, for sure. I'm not betting on just humans <laughs> the only ones who can survive on a planet. No way. That's a betting man. That's There's way too many options yeah. that I could lose that bet on. True. True. And, you know, 
I don't. I don't believe that we're ever gonna get con in my in my lifetime. We'll ever get contacted by anyone that's out there. I don't know. We might if they want to do it. Now's a good time. We might not be around for the rest of the summer. So that gives us most stuff to talk about. True. That's true. Good podcast material. Aliens yeah, coming to just town. Aliens coming to town. First well, thing they do is they come to America and they watch Tiger King to get an idea of our culture. Dude, if get they the fuck out of here, if they like, watch wow. anything on Netflix, like Love Is Blind or anything on Netflix, they'll be like, "These people are going to be." Oh my god, Love craziest. Is Blind is trash. If you made it this far on the podcast, you finally got to hear it. <laughs> Love Is Blind, trash show. All you people on Love Is Blind, just get a T-shirt that says, "Please follow me on Instagram." That's all <laughs> you're on the show for. It's it's like a worst bachelor. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing about the show. If you don't know about the show, these people stand in like rooms and they can never see anybody, and then they agree to marry somebody based on just never seeing them. Here's the thing that drives me insane. Could I get engaged and married to somebody who I never saw and then got to see for like two weeks and then pull the pull the plug? Could I get married to them? Yes. Could those people move right into my house? No. <laughs> just, no way. <laughs> This one dude like marries or picks this one chick. He's like an engineering dude, regular job. Okay. She's like an ex army person who like doesn't really have a job, so she just like moves into his apartment and is just like there all day. And there's no fucking way I would agree to that. That's weird. That's super weird. Like, what do you mean you're not gonna do anything? You don't do anything for work? Well, you know, he fell in love with me. We're married now, and I didn't just didn't have a job. Now I just kind of sit around all day. I'd be like, oof, <laughs> huge mistake. <laughs> I so first of all, I don't know if I could. This might be pretentious or something, but I don't know if I could fall asleep or fall in love with someone that I don't know, that I haven't seen because you have to wake up to that every morning. You have to physically be attracted. Well, here's the thing. It's not like you say, yes, you're going to marry them and then boom, you're at the altar. It's like you say yes. And then they like, you hang out for like two weeks or something Okay, or one week. It's a ridiculously short amount of time <laughs> to agree to give half of your life and half of your shit to. It's <laughs> preposterous. That's fair. That's fair. And I, I haven't seen the show, but it seems great. I can't wait to watch it. But yeah. Love is blind. Well, Love thanks. Is. Well, thanks, man, for being on the podcast. I no, man, thanks for having me. I appreciate oh, you coming oh, over, bringing some tasty beer. Yeah. Do you want another one? You can have another one. Uh, I'm good for now. Okay. But I appreciate you bringing it over. And then, yeah. Yeah. I, I wish mean, we had some shows we could yeah. promote right now. I don't got That's anything. normally what happens at this part of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but we don't. So every, maybe I'll talk to you on this again before we do comedy in public again. Yeah, every show is canceled. All don't tells are canceled. I got nothing, guys. Got nothing. Yeah. So check out this podcast. Check out uh, Ben Hoffman live on Instagram every <laughs> night. But yeah, uh, thanks again for having me, man. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, for all the listeners, Judd and your buds, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. I can also Zoom chat you in if you want. The audio is gonna be bad, but we'll still do it. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Judd out.